what shall we look at this morning? This is Rebecca. Rebecca. Yes, so I am looking at, uh, I'm in a workshop around losing my mind, (laughs) referencing the guide to newsletter article on Uh losing one's mind. Uh, So I'm I'm, uh, noticing some of the signs of this is that I'm, um, I'm, not being able to remember things. Let's see how to say it. I'm not using my memory. I'm not able to use my memory as much. I Mm -hmm. am misplacing things. I'm losing things. I'm I'm losing the ability to track things like I used to. Mm -hmm. And and, um, if I weren't an aware, a professional awareness practitioner, I would be very concerned about this. <laughs> you know, I would be seeking some kind of a, some kind of a help, uh, you know, around it. But as it is, I'm seeing this as a really, really potentially good thing, a beneficial thing. Uh huh. Yeah. So you voluntarily entered this workshop on losing your mind, <laughs> and you know. And it was inspired by the the, the uh, newsletter article that the guide wrote. And so it sounds like what you're noticing is a lot of uh, maybe markers along the way that might be um, pointing to the fact that you're right on track with losing one's yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. And by losing the mind, my mind, I, what I mean is these mental capacities or not capacities but tendencies or practices grooves i guess we could even say of of that that i have always and very well conditioned to believe are the highest uh, mm-hmm. mental mm-hmm. way of being in the world and have through awareness practice come to realize that actually no that's not the most evolved or you know, whatever way of being in the world. Yes, how interesting. What what you're observing is it sounds like losing a lot of um, maybe we might call them habits or tendencies, Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. that are really valued in in the conditioned world. And uh, and now with this whole new perspective of... um, uh, of transformation through mm-hmm. awareness practice, there's been a questioning of whether or not those are of really the highest value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two things that are coming up. One is in reflective listening buddies. I got I, I got an inkling of this when I realized that it's possible and even easier to reflect my buddy when I'm not trying to remember what they're saying. When I'm not employing memory but rather just employing presence. Then, then the words are actually there, and they come from a different place than memory, and they're, they're, they're just there to say. Wow. Yeah. So reflective listening, Betty, you know, has been one of those great training tools to really see that mm-hmm. presence is way more effective uh, mm-hmm. in, uh, in, in calling up information mm-hmm. than remember things and file them in the memory 
Exactly. And the second example, it may be a little uh, more of a leap to try to articulate, but it was just so powerful. It happened yesterday. Um, When we had a very interesting uh, occurrence here at the monastery during working meditation where uh, one of the tasks that I was doing involved transferring water from a a very full 5,000-gallon tank and in the process of setting it up to, to move water to a different tank, a piece broke out, broke off, and, wa- and water was spewing out. And um, and what I noticed is the moment it the, it it broke. I mean, it was just a little half inch hole that it was spewing out, but it was spewing out, you know. And I I um, there was nothing there in order in, in the sense of what do I do? What do I do? Mm-hmm. What do I do? But what was there was this is a water emergency, get assistance. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I got assistance in you know, a couple of different ways. <laughs> and um, let's see how to say this. So what the very first thing was that the monk who came running to help me said was, we need to get something. So let's, let's see if we can find something to plug the hole, something like rubbery. And my, my work glove, that dropped in, my work glove. Mm-hmm. And so... What I found so interesting was that it would be so easy to go with, well, duh, you, you plug all the hole. You know, but that was absolutely not there for me until she suggested that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, uh, it points to a, a switch of allegiance from I should be able to use my intellect, my reasoning, my mind, and you know, in over and above what is just unfolding in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you say that it was that moment instead of like doing the habitual going to condition mind to figure out, you know, what to do with this problem? to turning it over to life and, and, and actually it sounds like just being there for that it to unfold mm-hmm. and taking and taking the next step. Yeah, well and you know what? The critical piece was not going to any kind of review or self hate or self recrimination about why I didn't have an idea. It was not second guessing life's unfolding. It was like, well, I just didn't and so I went with there in the moment. And, and, yeah, that's what I mean by a switch of allegiance. Like if I, if I were really wanting to cling to my mind, I would have thought, well, the rational thing would have been, okay, now I'm going to learn. Okay, when water is spewing out from the bottom of a 5,000-gallon yeah. tank at this amount, then I'm going to remember to put something yeah. rubbery in the hole and stick it. You know, <laughs> and like, when is that ever going to happen again? You know, so the, the tendency to try to, quote, learn something from it in, you know, is so uh, uh, superfluous and irrelevant and counterproductive to where a professional awareness practitioner is really going or, you know, being. Yes. Yeah, such a good point. As if every, any, let's see, as if every, every moment or any moment in life is going to be repeated in exactly the same way. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah, so it gets filed, like this is what we do when X, Y, and Z happens. And, yeah. you know, X, X, Y, and Z never happens again. And yeah. yeah, 
yeah, to, yeah. Instead, being in that training to just be present and ask, "What now, life?" Yeah, yeah. And you know, the uh, the same example or the same situation, an example from years ago came up last night as I was looking at all this. That uh, let's see what we see about it when I put it out there. That um, so when my first daughter was less than a year old she fell and and busted her her lip my first child I was a young mother never you know and and her lip was bleeding and I just kind of it was sort of that same kind of feeling of I don't know what to do I don't know what to do I called the doctor called talked to the nurse and she kind of said with this tone of voice well you could put ice on it (laughs) you know and it was like oh yeah put ice on a busted lip that's bleeding, you know. And and all these years I have held that, the mind, conditioned mind has held that in a, well, duh, uh-huh. well, you know, yeah. kind of belief. Instead of I, learned, I had never been in that situation mm-hmm. before. There's How could I have, it goes back to the guides workshop from April of last year of we don't, no, we need our, and it really ties in with the with the uh, email class too. That it we just um, we just don't know until we have the experience. And so, to me, there's been there's this that's part of losing my mind. It's like I'm shifting this the way I'm seeing everything like that. To that's what I love about Zen. You know, I love all religions. I love all religions. I've never met a religion I didn't like or see some value in. But the thing I'm partial about with Zen is that it, more than anything else I've ever encountered, values direct experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's what it feels like that's coming up around all this for me. Yeah, yeah, it, yes. Having a direct experience. And not having a, an experience of, oh, I know, I know how mm-hmm. to do that, mm-hmm. you know, and to just be, uh, yeah, to be present to the direct experience, to be, um, yeah, to just be watching. Yeah, and exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's really helpful. All right. Thank you, Rebecca. Jen. Jen. I'm having a deeply religious experience here <laughs> because, um, oh, my goodness. Um, so just as we were starting to sit this morning, the connection, I was in a, that same workshop yesterday, and the connection of being a professional awareness practitioner just dropped in out of nowhere, and I just saw this whole thing and then went on sitting. And... Um, so many pieces about it that are absolutely extraordinary. As I was recording last night about it, it's so funny. What I saw was insight needs experience. You know, we talk about that. Mm -hmm. And so the first, to watch that process exactly as was just being described, that's what I was recording about last night, of just, whoa, life happens, right? Suddenly, kind of one of those glorious places where something unexpected happens and it just it just calls to you in a in a way that even though every single moment could do that doesn't always do that <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's it's like tripping 
know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's so fun to see because that feels like that place of like that that's what that's the experience of being a professional awareness practitioner. Is you just mm. you receive those moments and it's so lovely to see that there is the ability to receive those moments. Mm-hmm. So so anyway, so I see, you know, what's happening and then like within, I don't know, whatever number of seconds it drops in, again, you know, it'll take me like two, you know, a minute and a half to say this, but it drops in in just a split second. I have been in this situation before. I've been on the phone with the guide at another 5,000-gallon tank with another gushing water, and, and she says, well, do you have something like a wad of rags you can stuff in there? And there's that same like, oh, right, stuff something in there in the meantime. Got it. Mm-hmm. And so that immediately dropped in in this situation, right? And again, it's that place of like, not because I've learned something or like, now what you do in a situation where, but it's just, that's now available in the repertoire of insight needs experience. (laughs) Wow. Yes, yes, yes. It's there in that uh, repertoire of insight needs experience. You're not going through the encyclopedia of, what to do now it's just be, it has been held in awareness um yes. all this time and there it is in awareness and available just as needed yes exactly and then the thing that was so fun was then going through the steps of like okay what's possible what do we have on hand you know all of that and so in the very final piece of it in working to more permanently stop the flow of water. <laughs> so funny. The, what, what we were going to have to do is unscrew a two-inch, basically, uh, cap that was holding back the water at that point. Um, and in my mind, what was going to happen is the, the strength of the water was going to decrease because it seemed like it was so strong because it was being pushed through this small so in my mind we were going to undo this thing and the water would sort of start to pour out well that isn't what happened so what happened was we undid that pipe and it was literally like standing in front of a freezing cold um, water hydrant the water just coming straight at me as I'm trying to then push against that flow of water to screw this thing in and what was so extraordinary about it was I wasn't being able to do that and then out of nowhere literally it felt like life just came in and pushed it with me and screwed it in in the form of another monk and what i really saw in it when all the pieces came together is i can't do this i can't like that's the story right well i don't know i mean i've never done it before i don't really know how's this going to work how's that going to work you know all that conditioned stuff i can't do it but it can be done life can do it and that's what happened Mm. wow how beautiful boy we hear this over and over again it's just taking the first step we don't need to know what the next step is we can we can't see the next step and there was as needed yes and that was i think the piece when i started out saying i'm just in this religious place because i got i was looking at the exact same thing that i heard in that last conversation which is this is such a tangible example of what I've been practicing, which is exactly what you just said, Sequoia. The, the conditioned tendency is 
I'm not going to do this unless I can plan out the steps mm-hmm. and see that it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And that, that doesn't work. <laughs> that that doesn't. process does not work. The only thing it, it produces, it, the thing that's tricky about it is it seems to work because, you know, kind of things get done and that sort of thing, but at a giant cost at the cost of control, the illusion of control mm. and stress mm. and strain and suffering and, you know, paddling upstream. And, and so really practicing exactly what you just said, which is, well, I don't know. Okay, this moment, this moment, this moment, this moment, this moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just get this beautiful image of it's just the running and flying off the cliff, off the yeah. cliff, you know, just yeah. like, you know, yeah. take me life versus yeah. that other place. We know who we're going to asking, yeah. you know, trying to figure it all out and have it all laid out, all the plan. And then what happens when that plan doesn't work? Oh, my God. Exactly. You yeah. know, yeah. it's so completely. And so that, that moment of like, I mean, I think if I had, quote, known, okay, when we unscrew this thing, we're going to be standing in front of a freezing cold fire hydrant of water, there would have been a huge thing. Well, okay, so what are we going to do about that? And da, da, da. But I blessedly didn't know that. <laughs> so, but it, their, their life was just ready yeah. with, right, just ready to, mm-hmm. to come in. Mm-hmm. And it was, just, mm-hmm. I don't know, just so beautiful. Well, it's as you started. It was a religious moment. You know, yeah, just just to have that whole thing, everything provided for. Yeah, and and it's funny because really it didn't all come together until right before the fit, as I say, and then that first conversation. And it was like, ding, 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 ding. Because in the moment, in the day, it was like, wow, that's super fun. And now I went on to the next thing. (laughs) There wasn't any thinking about that. There wasn't any, it just. I don't know. It's just every piece of it is so perfect and beautiful. So really thank you perfect. for being on the other end to facilitate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Michael? Michael. Uh, hey, Sequoia. Uh, I loved those two uh, conversations. That sounds exciting. And it reminded me of an uh, experience I had, I think it was a couple weeks ago, months ago. And... Um, so I'm working from home now, and so, you know, everything's over Zoom. And I uh, work with my boss, and sometimes um, we do over Zoom, and because of the computer setup, I'm not visible. It's just, my computer screen's visible, but my face is not visible. And um, I, sometimes he will say things that triggers a conditioned reaction in me. Sometimes he's kind of, to me, sort of overly critical, or and sometimes there'll be like a same response. And so I was interacting with him in this way over the computer, over Zoom. And he said something that set me off. I was seated at the time. And I immediately uh, just got up and started moving and dancing. And what I, there was no thinking about it. It just, it just happened. And, uh, you know, because he can't see me, then we could still continue the conversation. But um, what I saw is that the the conditioned reaction that typically happens to shame or the upset um, cannot hold when I am moving 
and dancing. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, as, as was just kind of talked about, it was, it, it was like this religious experience of like, wow, you know, it's like I, like I just dodged a bullet or somehow life just gave me the information in that moment, you know, the response. Um, and it was just uh, magical. And the last couple of conversations just reminded me of that. Yeah, just so very similar. I mean, what a magical moment where there was the opportunity to go with conditioned mind and, you know, I would I project making your boss wrong and, you know, just a lot yeah. of a lot of suffering. And then to have life <laughs> in such a I mean, you know, again, projection, playful, wonderful way. Dan yeah. and actually the guidance was taken and there was dancing and just to have it sounds like just the whole thing turned around. Yes, yes, exactly. And it's amazing how, uh, um, and I know we've talked about this many times in the guidehouse, you know, when you're dancing, it's really hard to be identified <laughs> and uh, to hold that something wrong and upset in place while the body is moving and exploring. And um, it's kind of uh, uh, magical. And, uh, you know, if I'm not on camera, then why not? Yeah. And um, it's just really fun. And they, so I had a, he said something again another a day or two ago, and I had the exact same reaction. Um, so I just got up and started moving. And um, and I do notice that tendency that, you know, there is this tendency to try to, quote, learn something from it or, you know, plan something for the future. Um, but, you know, as we just talked about, it's uh it never seems to work, really. Um, and so what I'm left with is practicing and then um, being open to uh, life's guidance as broadly as I can be open to that and saying yes to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, what you're doing is practicing being open to life's guidance, it sounds like, not practicing, uh, you know, filing away a list of, you know, this is what I do in this particular situation, and I can expect this outcome. Um, right. That, yeah. It's it's more just listening to life and, and following what's unfolding in the moment. And I'm so reminded of what we, you know, talk about is the, the body is the vehicle of our awakening. You yeah. know, the body yeah. moves and dances, and it's, it's not... <laughs> And it's in that moving and dancing. It's not all twisted in a knot, uh, you know, trying to figure out, uh, yeah, how, how to interact yes. and how to relate to this person. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And I just saw, as you described that, that uh, it's like the, uh, not a distraction exactly, but the conditioned mind can't hold in the same way when the body is moving like that. And that sort of interaction between the body and the mind, um, which mm-hmm. occurs to me now, are, are not actually <laughs> separate things. Yeah. Um, so they're often portrayed like that. Um, but I guess, yeah, I see sort of in that experience that they they are one thing because it seems that there's this direct, I was going to say relationship, but that would make them two things again. <laughs> but they're... <laughs> 
the, the whole the body and the mind, they, they, um, you know, they interact together and work together, and um, it's fascinating to explore that. Yeah. Would you say that it, like, the body can only be present in the moment? And, and, yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. Yeah. It gives us that yeah. opportunity. Yeah. Yes, yes, that the body, fortunately, the body doesn't have a mind, and so the body can only be uh, uh, present to the moment. It's only mm-hmm. um, wherever it is, doing whatever it is. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah. And fortunately, fortunately, my, you know, my liver doesn't have a conditioned mind that's just trying to operate it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's just here doing its thing. It's it's liver thing. Yes, 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 yes. And if I can learn and train to leave the mind to do the mind thing, um, um, without conditioning, then then that's a benefit for the mind. The mind can be left to operate in a in a you know clean way, the same way the liver can. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Yeah, like what we've been speaking about this morning. It can just be left to. To receive the information from life, yes, and yes. and follow that, yes, 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 yes. All right, thank you, Square. Thank you, Michael. Bill, Bill, I'm just really enjoying these conversations. Uh, it's so funny because something. Um, well, first, it reminds me of that uh, quote of Sherry's. Um, Once we stop looking to condition mind, the clarity. Let's see how does it go? The, for clarity, our confusion will fall away. Mm. That, that one, and um, it seems to be what we're, you know, what we've been uh, talking about. And the that something like that happened to me just this morning. Um, so on my uh, table, I have a you know the box of, a box of the Sherry's um, no the uh, what do you call it the. Uh, um, the- Book cards, the, the little cards, you know, mm-hmm. the, um, the universe. What universe are you creating? Mm-hmm. And um, so, but I, 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 and I pick one, you know, in the morning, and and uh, that's going to be, you know, one of my, you know, the practices during during the day. And um, so, but I don't have a, a like a place to put it. You know, you know, like a little stand or something, and I've been um, actually thinking about, you know, what am I going to put on? Could it be this? Could it be that? Could it be that? And then I, I give up because I don't find anything. And then, um, so I, uh, <laughs> I was trying a few things this morning, you know, just that weren't going to work. You know, paper clips, uh, little clips, and and just. Just as I stopped looking and just say, oh, well, um, I turned my head and there was this thing that's been sitting over on my, by my uh, computer place for ages and not being used. Is, I don't know, it was uh, something kind of round that holds tape, a piece of paper and it's small and it was perfect uh, for the card and it was like, huh. <laughs> All I have to do is stop, and it'll appear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like yeah, you described the mind busy think, trying to think of things uh, that you could use, 
and then the mind stopped for a moment, gave up on it, and then boom, there it was. Just, yeah. just a perfect thing. It's like the, the the mind gave up on it, but life didn't give up on it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there it was, and poop things in it, and uh, it's perfect because my table is very little, and so it had to be little, and the card is little. So um, <laughs> well, anyhow, I, I just I just never uh, like we have all been talking about. You know, it's just that that place of unknowing. Okay, the mind can't know, so it's best if it just stays in unknowing. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. other things can appear in that you know will be um, helpful. They'll yeah, be there. absolutely. It's what you started the conversation out with. It's just you know um, when we can. I, I forget exactly what it was you said, but like you know when we can drop the confusion of conditioned mind, there is the clarity. That yeah 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 when conditioned mind is looking for for clarity or something it's just not there because it's somebody doing something mm-hmm. and yet when um with it stops looking for clarity clarity's there yeah and, um and i was so surprised you know i mean i don't know why because this happens to me a lot in my life of course to all of us but it's just so uh a fun in this conversation to really uh, put our, uh, you know, attention of our awareness on it because to me it really is a celebration of life when life does things like that, you know, I mean, when, which it does, it, like I said, every moment, but we, we miss so many of it because um, it, I don't know if we wouldn't, we're not, it's not that we're not aware, but it feels like a, like maybe just taking it for granted. <laughs> yeah, like taking, that. absolutely, taking it for granted, missing the wonder of life. Yeah, and actually, missing, yeah. And the, the light that's available, yeah. Exactly, because it happens, and, and I've, I've looked at this before, it happens to everybody. And mm-hmm. and I see it happening, like, in, in people's lives that don't even um, know it's happening. And that is the sad part, because you miss the glories in the... In the that's like a, like a life celebration when we're really... Therefore, it yeah 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 a life celebration and we and it is sad to miss that life celebration. What the heck? You know? <laughs> it's one of the joys of life to see life in action. <laughs> exactly. You know, talking about we just talk about being you know really really alive or walking around in the deadness of conditioned mind. And exactly, that's that place of being really, really alive, to have wonder happening all around at every moment in magical ways. Yeah, and that reminds me, what is that quote about, um, let's see, something to do with, uh, love is uh, giving attention? There's something like that. It was a peace quote. Uh, Attention is the highest form of love. Yes, that's it. Attention is the highest form of love. And... So I think, you know, I think all the time about, um, you know, giving, I don't think about it, but my practice is giving life attention. So, because I, you know, I I love it. But what was these moments are is life giving us attention all the time. Look, here I am, here I am. <laughs> and to miss that is sad. 
Hmm. It's sad to miss all the love. Yes. Yeah, that life's pouring on us all the yeah. time. So yeah. anyhow, this conversation makes me feel really happy. So <laughs> <laughs> happy and loved. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So thank, thank you, all of you. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. Sure. Carolyn. Carolyn. Sequoia, I've just I've just um been working with the I looked up the definition of transcend mm-hmm. because I realized I didn't I wasn't sure I knew what that meant. And I I I sort of had it in my mind that transcend means to rise above. Yes. And what I what I saw was the definition was to go beyond. Wow. Transcend uh, is to go beyond. Yes. And I, I thought about the language of practice, beyond the gate of thought and desire. Mm-hmm. And gone, gone, gone beyond. And it was just a thing of you you have to go through it. Mm. To, get it, to get to the other side of it mm. and it just ties in beautifully with that that you can't you know like I have this sort of misconception of somehow I'm supposed to just leapfrog it but uh-huh. no I need to go through it uh-huh. Uh-huh. wow it's not a rising above it's not a leapfrogging it's a going through it. Transcendence yes. is going through it. Yes. yes. And then it, going beyond. And, and going. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and they said beyond what is, what is uh, like a conceptual boundary. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Perfect. It, it's not. Uh, you know, <laughs> Conditioned Mind has uh, how many con- conceptual boundaries? And oh. transcendence, transcendence is moving beyond those conceptual boundaries. And it, yes, yeah. we must go through it. And, and it even had a conceptual boundary on the definition of transcend. <laughs> wow. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm also really, really enjoying the commitment buddies practice I signed up for it this quarter for the first time and the freedom that it has afforded me is it it's taken away this sort of grim you 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 know you really should do this it's take it's like well okay I'm going to do this how do I want to be while I'm doing this mm-hmm. mm. Mm. Uh-huh. So, you, so it's given you this opportunity to really look at the commitments you make and instead of them being grim, it sounds like instead of them being grim, you know, grit your teeth, get through the commitments. The Commitment Buddy Program has given you the opportunity to, to look at how do you want to be as you keep those commitments. Yes. Yes. And so it's just, it's it completely changed my my relationship with the movement of my body in that I used to have these really structured little workouts that I would do for myself. And now I just 
get down on the floor and okay how how is okay i'm i'm here lead me mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just this is very reminiscent of the dancing almost you yes <laughs> here i am life lead me now what's what what yeah 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 let's Where, go yeah, it used to be, okay, how am I going to lead myself through this? Mm-hmm. Which was, you know, I, I got the workout done. But now it's, okay, I, I want to be led. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to be the leader of this. I want, because awareness knows mm-hmm. so much more than I do mm-hmm. at, at yeah. every any given moment. And so if I open myself to that, it's mm-hmm. learned learned everything that I've experienced that I don't have access to, but it does. Absolutely. Boy, it's so much of everything we've been talking about this morning to just surrender to awareness and follow its lead instead of this, you know, (laughs) categorized, conditioned list of what, what, what we're going to do with the body, you know, next, next, next to get to some... uh, perceive you know possibly some goal yeah. and it's such a different thing to be engaged with awareness and following that yeah and, and and the other difference i noticed too is nothing gets it's not like it gets checked off because mm-hmm. there's not there's nothing that was there to be checked off mm-hmm. it's like the to-do list disappears it's uh-huh. just wow now what Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds, as you described that, would you say, Carolyn, it sounds like the, the switch from doing to being. Just, yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Carolyn. This is Scott. Renee. Scott. Hi, Sequoia. Um, well, I'm having a, the, a, same, a very similar experience to this morning's call as I'm having in the email class, which is like a rejuvenation of being a professional awareness practitioner. Like, um, yes, you know, like that's what I am and that's what mm-hmm. I'm practicing. And there's just mm-hmm. uh, a revitalization of that and I'm, I'm experiencing it again as I listen to other professional awareness practitioners practicing so just in the call this morning just having that revitalization of of that recommitment to being a a professional awareness practitioner and yeah just how revitalizing that is how enlightening it is because because that's what's so (laughs) that's why it's so revitalizing it's it's stepping out of living in an illusion into life and remembering what we are and that life's, life's living us. I mean, those are just, I was just smiling ear to ear. I mean, one, <laughs> the content of what was going on at the monastery. And, but, but the process that I heard in that and in the, the dancing particularly, like, I just love those, real, those images. It's almost like I'm going there, like I'm at the tank or I'm, I mean, what a miracle that in the middle of being triggered, we could actually get up and dance. I mean, only an awareness practitioner, a professional, could do that, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's mind-blowing in contrast to how we're conditioned to be. It's like, whoa, like when that's possible, 
you know, to essentially, like in that first part, I've been rereading the communication book, Don't Suffer, Communicate, because I love it. And it's so practical, right, because that's what's going on all the time is communication. <clears throat> and I've been really looking at the, the scramblers, the, the ego scrambler that's going on in between me and the, quote, other person. And uh, I was just sharing, like, that practice of, like, that direct transmission, you know, just bypassing the ego scrambler and playing the role that life's asking you to play. So there's the water bursting out, and it's like the role you're playing is get help, right? Mm-hmm. And then that other person's there who, who, who is intelligent, I project, who's been learning, and then the next part drops in for them. Or, you know, like the dancing thing, it just drops in to dance. And there's, mm-hmm. no, scr- there's no scramble. There's <laughs> just, it's just uh-huh. whoosh. You know, like yeah. there is no separation between the impulse and the person. That's one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that direct communication. There's no scrambler operating. Just receiving that direct communication from life and acting on it. Yeah. And to see that that's always possible, even in what we often talk about is the most challenging place to practice, which is like that face-to-face communication with another human. But the same process is available. It's just just more challenging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless of content, that process is available everywhere. And, it, yeah. Yeah, and, and to know that from a direct experience is very motivating, you know. So <clears throat> I've been just reading the book and then going out of my life and practicing. And so, like, for example, um, <clears throat> I had this interaction with a person that I see on a regular basis, and they had given an invitation to me. And I was recording, and the responses were basically, well, I mean, I'm not, I just don't really feel a need to do that thing with them, and I just don't really want to do it. And I could hear, because I was recording and listening, there was a little bit of defensiveness there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, a, that's a flag, right? Mm-hmm. Because only, only ego. So somebody's being, something's going on there. Something unkind is happening. It seemed reasonable. Well, I just don't really feel a need to do that. But, of mm-hmm. course, you know, that's meant don't look here. Oh, yeah, okay, you just don't want to do that. But as I'm recording, I'm like, oh, there's a, there's a scramble going on with their invitation. Mm-hmm. And the scramble essentially was ego was trying to get me to believe they were pitying me in some way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then there was a really unkind message with that pitying. And then it's like, oh, no wonder there's a defensiveness. Like somebody's being talked to in a really mean way and like that they're not valuable. And it was like, you know, the scrambler just gets blown up in that way. And then it's obvious that I'm going to say yes to the invitation, not because of the invitation, but because I'm practicing doing anything different than the karma, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't realize I was in the karma, but now I do. Uh, Mm -hmm. And now I'm disidentified from it. Now I can actually make a real choice, not the, um, the kind of intellectual choice of, well, I'm just deciding not to, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, just that, that it, that is bringing all of your life into awareness practice. And that's what's so fun. It makes, makes things that are supposed to be awful actually really fun. Truly. I love, it makes things that are supposed to be awful truly fun. I mean, what more could you ask for? No kidding, right? <laughs> I mean, I no hate kidding. those kind of social situations. I don't want to feel like this. I just, I'm just not going to do it. And I've done that pattern like a million times. And it's like mm-hmm. to see it for what it is and then to be free. And the question really was, well, what's best for my training in terms of a response? 
and mm-hmm. obviously doing what I was doing, recording and listening, but in terms of a, quote, decision, it was like, well, why don't you just accept invitation and then just pay attention to what goes on for you around that? <laughs> it was like, okay, no pressure. I can do that. Really? Really? Just that, what, what a, you know, what an Aikido move. What's best for my training? Yeah. You know, and to go there rather than that initial, you know, conditioned response right. of, no, I don't want to do that. I don't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, I think that that I, that line is in the fear book, actually. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Whenever we hear that, well, I don't need to do that. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Do that opposite bit. And I think yeah. I, I think what it's so relieving when it when it was like into what's best for my training. There's no longer a somebody there who's got to work this out, and they don't want to, and da 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 da. It's mm-hmm. like, well, why don't you just go and see what happens? It's like mm-hmm. that that dissolves the someone which is the source of all the suffering and now the practice is just pay attention which is always interesting no matter what you're doing yeah yeah well what a good point it's not that you're going in there to train to fix this somebody right or you know to figure out right. what's wrong with him and why he why yeah. he didn't want to do it not not that at all yeah yeah and then we're back into what was being yeah. spoken of that following life and i mean then it's just like you know, life use me, life teach me, you're just open and, mm-hmm. you know, you get to go for like this amazing ride. Um, yeah. 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 You're ready for the we, the, the we. Yes. Ride. I'm with you. Yeah, exactly. We. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sequoia. Thanks, Scott. Renee. Renee. Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, Gosh, this conversation is so good for me to hear. Um, so ever since this this pandemic has started and I work in healthcare, it feels like maybe at the beginning it was probably like once a week the water started gushing out of the um, the tank, and now it's like sometimes daily, sometimes hourly. Mm-hmm. And the situation doesn't give you much time to think, which mm-hmm. is good, I'm saying, from this conversation. And and in many cases, it's just that in the moment, you know, what do we do? And, um, and, it's, team, and it's team-based because you're listening, you know, you have a group of people who are, who are um, you know, helping and you're listening and you really, you know, the ego or my ego doesn't really have um, a lot of time to, and, and because I've been an awareness practitioner for a while, I can listen to other people and, and let that intelligence come in. Mm-hmm. 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 So you've had the training in the practice to um, to be able to be present with people and also be present to um, the intelligence of life informing. And you're talking about being in a situation, a healthcare situation, with a with a very similar process going on as to the one with the the hole in the tank. Am I getting that right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, one day we have vaccines, one day we don't. You know, it's like Okay, we just got 300 in. 
you know, how are we going to disseminate these, you know, or right now that's the current um, situation. Um, or there's, uh, you know, to give some content about it just to, to understand it, um, you know, or there's uh, three new employees who are testing positive and we have to, you know, do immediate contact tracing, you know, putting all these processes in place that never were there before. And so, and, and then what to do in the moment to, with, with a lot of other people helping. Um, so, you know, I've just been experiencing that experience that they were talking about a lot where, you know, I don't have any experience with this yet. Mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of, you know, trying to plug up the hole or trying to solve a problem really quickly. Yeah. 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 Here's this whole new experience never before i mean nothing you know no place to go to 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 reach for past history or you know what do you do and yeah to just be present and 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 be willing to be present and see what's well i don't know what to do but i here's what life you know informs here's the next step yes yes exactly and it's so um it's so refreshing, you know, it's so relieving. I don't know all the words that you could use to describe it. Um, I don't do a lot of thinking about it afterwards or did I do mm. it right or, and, and even mm. before it's like, okay. Um, and then, you know, sometimes there's, there's this thought of, okay, when this happened, this worked. And so this time, and most of the time what that thing is that worked was not thinking, was like, yeah. <laughs> just seeing what's available in the moment to see what is the best solution for that mm-hmm. particular issue. And th- mm-hmm. that's what I'm seeing, actually, based, which is what everyone, I think, is saying. Yeah. Well, so relieving and relaxing to, to have it proved out time after time that the thing that's really working is not to think, yeah. <laughs> not to go up to conditioned mind, but to just be available. And then, you know, yeah what we've been talking about this morning, see what new thing that, I mean, who knows what, what might be yeah, available exactly. from life. And yeah. Yeah. Because that's while this um, situation and virus situation is throwing these new things at us, there's also all of these new ideas coming uh-huh. from it, you know, and, and different places where you might not expect a solution or an answer or an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing that I've noticed is like I might um, I might hear something and then be thinking something about it and then I put it out there to the other folks who are involved and and they're like well no you don't have this piece of information so that's not you know going to help and and then I you know I don't get offended I'm just Uh oh okay there's more information I didn't know about that's That'll work better than what I was thinking, you know, or that my information wasn't accurate. Or so it's just this. I'm just so grateful that I've practiced to be really, in that place where I can do that, you know. Absolutely, there's more training there, isn't it? To to not t- not be taking anything personally. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's just so um, that that's the practice is just to. Keep dropping it and keep being here for available for any new information, any new intelligence from life that can help 
whatever it helps, you know, in that moment. So, mm-hmm. yeah, to just be present, keep dropping it, and be available. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Renee. Jan. Jan. Hi. Hi. Um, wow. I just <laughs> uh, also grinning uh, ear to ear. It's, Every conversation, there's just so much offered and um, just being able to go to those places uh, and, and appreciate being an awareness practitioner. Um, but a I want to jump back to... A professional awareness practitioner, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, it was brought up about transcending and it took me to what had, I think it was in the third or fourth class, the recording, the guided imagery that Sherry did. Um, she had said something to the effect, if I heard it right, of not um, looking at not dropping but transcending what is blocking you from being present. And that really stopped me. Uh-huh. Not dropping it but transcending it. So I've been looking at transcending too. Uh And so anyway, the conversation is really helpful because I had seen it as what she was inviting us to do was look at going through, facing, (laughs) fearlessly facing whatever is blocking us and moving through that, you know, through awareness. That awareness is is what we do to move through it. Mm-hmm. But it was just mm-hmm. so interesting to me to hear her say, "We're not talking, you know, not talking about dropping, but transcending." Yeah, transcending. Yeah, we're not running away from it. We're not turning. It- yeah, we're not. We're not dropping it, trying to think of something else, but actually facing it and transcending. Um, yeah, moving through, as was spoken to this morning. Yeah. So it's been really. Um, I've just really appreciated that because it's gotten me practicing looking at that movement, the difference in that movement of conditioned thinking comes up or I'm th- and just refocusing to something else versus facing it, seeing mm-hmm. it from that, from an awareness perspective of what is that? Mm-hmm. I think Scott mm-hmm. sort of was talking about this too. And, and, and just, Oh, okay. And if, Whatever needs to be done to see that more clearly, whether it's recording, sitting, um, whatever it mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. so that it can be seen for what it is and mm-hmm. transcended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Whether it's recording or sitting still with it, um, to just to actually be available to see it for what it is. I, I you know, to see ego for what it is, I think, is what yeah, you're referring to. Yes, that, and but it, in the particulars of how it plays out in my life, how this particular <laughs> circumstance plays out in my life, that it is a block, that it keeps mm-hmm. me from being present or it distracts me or whatever it is, that mm-hmm. I, I have the opportunity mm-hmm. to, to uh, move through that. Yeah, yeah. How exciting again to just have yeah. the opportunity. <laughs> really, it goes back I, I, as what the class is talking about is it is going it's going back to see how we're controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and yeah, and to just have an opportunity to do that and to just see see the way the tools of practice that are available to do that so so we can move through that move yeah. beyond it. yeah and you, right and you had mentioned about you know the vehicle the body being the vehicle of uh, transformation and I love in this the, our current class uh, workshop whatever our class number five <laughs> that um, it feels to me like uh, Sherry keeps in ha- whatever she's having us look at has us keep going back to the body. How does mm-hmm. that feel in the body? Where do we feel it? And mm-hmm. and so I just I <laughs> as always so appreciate the guidance to be looking at things that I don't know may have been avoided. I hadn't seen clearly, seeing them in a new way, and in this case, just using the body, not using the body, being in the body, being the body to see what what goes on, what what there is to see in awareness. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that that it yes, it seems to be a central theme in each one of the recordings taking us to the body. And yeah, and to be there with the body and just just really appreciating um that opportunity to get a little more um a deeper relationship with the body. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the clarity, the the clarity that the body has to offer, I guess is what was clear to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the clarity that the body has to offer, you know. And again, yeah, yeah it, it's just so, I, I, you know, that it's taken for, often taken for granted and we just don't notice. The body is here. The body is present. Mm. And to have that opportunity to take us back over and over and over again to that that presence. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jan. And thank you all.